He's back. Christopher's back. That's right. Your favorite bouncing baby boy is back in the podloft, and this time he's taking over as co-host while Kristen gallivants about Spain. In this special episode that's graciously sponsored by Netflix, this episode is absolutely not sponsored by Netflix, we're looking at the psychological allure behind reality TV and This Is Who I Am Now, dissociating during some silly little quirks that are actually traumas, and confronting our autistic rigidity by trying to convince ourselves that it's okay for people to do things differently than how we would have done them. It's not going well. Plus, Christopher pulls little Winston Bishop pranks that affect no one, and he provides a much-needed update to our video games hobby collectors, during which he'll help you find the best video games for learning, problem-solving, and or escaping your reality. They said that we'd grow out of it. Well, the joke's on them, that's just our brains. We're eccentric, loud, and stubborn. And most of our clothing is covered in stains. It's not a deficit of attention. There's just too much to think about. So if executive dysfunction becomes a little too much, If you forgot why you came in this room, or you're hypersensitive to touch, then put on your seamless socks, and come join our little flock. Bitches stimming together, we're weirds of a feather, weirds of a Okay, and we are recording. Woohoo! Woohoo! Okay, feeling good? Where am I? What? Where am I? Where are you? What is this? What is this? What's happening? Feeling great. Happy to be here. Cool. You sound psyched. Yeah, I am. Sound a little different, Kristen. Yeah, I'm a little congested. Yeah, I can really hear that in the chest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to project a little more, but it turns out when I project, my voice drops several octaves. Quite a bit, yeah. Uh, And with that silly little lead up, uh, welcome to Weirds of a Feather, an ADHD-adjacent podcast. I'm your host, Grace. And I'm your host, Chris Defer. (laughs) You didn't want to do your, should I do my Kristen voice? Oh, hey guys, it's me, Kristen. Oh, I get it. Wine culture. Wine culture. (laughs) Just kidding, Kristen. She's going to listen to this back and not be happy. Nope, not at all. I'll hear about it. But sorry, not sorry. You're not here. Yeah. Uh, Because Kristen is currently out of the country. She's on a big trip to Spain. She's having a great time. But in the meantime, Christopher is standing in for her. And we're doing a little episode, just Grace and Christopher today. Heck yeah. Yep. He's the representative from the Kristen household. Yes, representative from Lewiston. Yep. Very excited to be here, you know, sad that uh, Kristen had to flee the country for, you know, a few weeks, but I get to do this, so. Yeah, that's good news. Uh, If you, Christopher has been on the podcast before, so you can go back and listen to his first episode. uh, 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 16? Sure. It's called Tea Time with Tofu is all you need to know. Yeah, Yeah. there we go. (laughs) So you can hear him again on Tea Time with Tofu and you can hear him right now because we are going to start this episode soon. Yeah. Yeah. Get some uh, segments going and uh, ramble on. Yeah, we're just we're doing a Just Segs episode today. Getting a little silly. So, Christopher, did you have a good warm up question for us? Uh, Yeah. So is there something that you do at other people's homes just to entertain yourself may not even be something that they even notice. Well, I was talking about this with my sister, Lily, about how, because we grew up in a household that was a nutritionist household, never had candy bowls, treat dishes, like any type of just candy is out here for you to like take at, you know, your leisure. Mm -hmm. And so anytime I go to anyone's house that has a candy bowl, (laughs) I will like secretly (laughs) stuff my pockets with candy, (laughs) which is so childish, but I cannot fathom that someone just like has a candy bowl in their house and they just like, I don't know, maybe casually eat like a piece here, a piece there. Like, no, if that were in my house, it'd be gone tomorrow. And you may not even want the candy. Yeah. I just do it out of impulse. I'm just just like, oh, candy dish (laughs) must take pieces. You don't know the next time you're going to have candy. I mean, that's fair. Honestly, if they have those like classic, I want to say old people candies, I will rifle through it to find every one of those strawberry 
Oh, ones the hard, you, like, hard strawberry Yeah, the ones. hard strawberries. You bite it and it's got like the mushies. Oh, the mush inside? Yeah. Yes. I will empty the entire bowl of yep. those and I feel love guilty, those. but I don't feel that guilty. Same. I'll take every butterscotch that they have. <laughs> I don't feel bad. <laughs> I think that comes with age too. You know, eventually you just start accumulating butterscotches that are caramels and hard candies. Yeah. When you turn 30, you just kind of start stuffing your pockets with hard candies. That's it. You know, yeah. you never know. You're never gonna, know. That makes sense. What about you? What do you do? At uh, people's houses. Yeah. I, um, if I happen to use their restroom, I like to take the toilet paper and fold the end into a little triangle, like in hotels. Yeah. <laughs> Just fancy it up a little bit. Make it fancy. But yeah. it, I don't know. It's stupid. And it's something <laughs> that I do. And then I chuckle to myself in their bathroom. Like, yeah. <laughs> can't wait till they figure this out later and come out and go, hmm. I wonder who did that, if they even notice. But I have been called out on it before. Have you? Yeah. At, at your old house, actually, uh, we were having oh. a barbecue. And uh, when I used the, the bathroom upstairs, I, I did it. Uh, but Kristen actually used the bathroom after me, and she came back down, like, away from everybody. She's like, did you fold the toilet paper? <laughs> like, yes. First time I've been called out on it, but she knew that I like to do that just to entertain myself. I like it. I think it's funny. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's harmless. harmless. Exactly. It reminds me of on New Girl where Winston does pranks that are like way too small yeah. or like way too big. This yeah. is like a little Winston prank. It, it, exactly. Yeah. Too small. Yeah. Way too small, but it entertains you. And that's, you know, what exactly. matters. It's not the level of like the feather in the shoe or yeah. something like that, but yeah, it is shit. It is a Winston prank. Yeah, it's, it is. It's so minimal. <laughs> yeah. That Great. it's like, can you even really call it a prank? Yeah. Or it's is like, it just a no, silly little just, thing you're doing? Kind of just decorated the bathroom a little bit. Good for you, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Cause then people will go in and be like, wait a minute. Why is this hotel quality folded? Yeah, you know, that's, that's interesting. Huh? <laughs> anyway, but yeah, that's I like thing. it. I like those inside jokes that you have with yourself, you know? Yeah. You got to keep it interesting. I mean, yeah. you know, life's too short. Uh, can't take it too serious. You'll uh, never get out alive. That's so true. That's my motto. Yep. <laughs> All right. That was a wonderful warm-up question uh, for anyone out there who just heard that and has a candy dish at your home and you're going to invite me to your house in the future. Uh, pretend you didn't hear it. that because I don't want anyone to know that that's what yeah. I'm doing. <laughs> wow. There's a, a grace-sized fist missing of yep. this candy bowl. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. And sometimes it'll be like super old Halloween candy because I feel oh, like people who yes. have a permanent candy dish. They don't care about eating candy. So they'll just have like super, super stale Twizzlers or whatever. And I'm like, I'm going to eat these in secret yes. at my own house. I like, can't <laughs> wait to chew on this for 30 minutes. And I will, I will eat it. It's like Lucy with her bone. It's just, just there gnawing just like, on it. Eh, it's just something to do. Yep. This is what you did to me, mom. <laughs> <laughs> should have given the candy. Yeah. She just let me have a reasonable amount of candy growing up. Now I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> All right. That was a great warm up question. I feel warm. I feel loose. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting back into it. Got to, you know, remember what it's like to talk to people and not just talk to cats, which I haven't been doing for the last week and a half. Yeah. 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 That's tough. But this still doesn't feel like talking to anyone, which is why I say so much embarrassing stuff on here because I forget true. that people will be listening. Yeah. It's actually, I, now I've got stage fright. No, no it's I'm just, just kidding. Just us. <laughs> no, just the that, two of it, us. It's great. You can sit here and just bullshit and, you know, it's, uh, Yes, actually, listen. It, it's crazy. Yeah, people just like listen. They want to. They want to hear it. Yeah, that's great. It's great. <laughs> great stuff. All right. Since we're doing just sags, let's mosey on into our first seg, which is "This Is Who I Am Now." Oh, you don't know the song, do you? I don't. Do you, do you know the song? No. Do you know the song? No. No, I do know <laughs> the song. But uh, Enya made a song for us for situations like this where we don't always want to sing the song. So maybe I should just play Enya's song here for our This Is Who I Am Now. Okay. Okay. All right. Enya's song goes here. This time it's Song. <laughs> it's wonderful. Yes. Uh, Christopher, tell me, how are you now? Well, um, I recently got a new job that has a lot of uh, kind of do-it-yourself capabilities there, you know, garden, hardware, pretty much everything. And mm -hmm. since we now have this house that needs work, 
always. Um, I am now a do-it-yourself YouTube viewer where I will fix everything to the best of my ability on my own. All right. Without asking for help with limited tools. Even if you need it. <laughs> Even if I need it. <laughs> uh, I think right now I, I still have to uh, uh, learn how to um, finish soldering to <laughs> <laughs> fix a pipe that yep. if we turn on, it will leak into the downstairs bathroom. Um, but if we don't turn it on, we don't get water outside uh, for the garden. Oh. Yeah. So just going to quickly teach yourself how to solder, fix that pipe right I, up. I got half of it done, but it's a weird angle. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know, but YouTube showed me how, so I, right. I, I figured out I got a blowtorch now, which is cool. <laughs> I think it's kind of just an excuse to get one of those. Yeah. Um, the pipe was fine until I tried to remove the spigot and it turns out that I didn't know they were, uh, like welded and soldered on. Oh. And so I twisted and ripped the pipe in half straight out of the wall. Wow. Impressive. I was actually kind of impressed. Like, yeah, I was like, were. oh, this sucks, but like. Damn, like, yeah. I'm keeping this. You know, I'm going to add this to the list. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I tried Flex Seal, and it, it's not working. So, unfortunately, I think I have to do the real thing. Yeah. But well, yeah. good thing you're a handyman now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, YouTube has taught me so much. I, I've done the electrical. I've replaced ceiling fans, moved lights. Um, wow. And right now, uh, she doesn't know this because she is traveling in another country, but I just learned how to make a, a raised bed for the garden and have one built, and I got one more to go. All right. You're cruising. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see how long it lasts. Yeah. Well, this is who you are for now. <laughs> this is who I am. And well, it'll never change. You'll be like this forever. It'll never change again. Yeah. Until next week. Yep. Uh, what about you? Who are you now? Uh, I need a silly voice, please. Please ask me in like a, a very uh, silly voice. Who are you? <laughs> it was very silly. <laughs> Not what I was I just expecting. panicked. <laughs> it's like... I was like, oh, you're getting that or Smeagol. <laughs> I guess I should have said fancy man voice, but oh. I like that voice better. Um, I am a reality TV connoisseur, which I feel hmm. like I go in and out of whenever a big reality show comes out. But I really just become obsessed with any new reality show that I'm watching right now. It's the ultimatum, queer love. Uh, it's phenomenal. And I just like get so addicted to it. And I'm like, I want to start a reality TV podcast. Like, I just want to be talking about it all the time. I'll talk about it with anyone who will listen. I'm like on the Reddit threads, texting my friend Abby because she also watches the shows with me. Um, and I really just become like, this is my whole personality for two weeks until the show is over. Huh. Like two steps away from creating fan fiction for real people in a reality show. Yeah, I just might. I'm like diagnosing them with <laughs> autism and ADHD and I'm like coming up, you know, I want to research their backstories and it's obsessive. I I have to check some of these out because there's very few reality shows I can find myself invested in. I think the biggest one, though, is uh, probably RuPaul's Drag Race. Hmm. See, I haven't watched that one. It is fantastic. I've heard great things. Yeah. Well, I'll have to check this one out too. Yeah, I kind of just like the drama of it, and I really like studying people's behaviors. You know, I just kind of like the psychology of it. That makes sense. And I like to, you know, armchair diagnose people that I don't know, <laughs> which everyone loves. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's people watching without yeah. having to leave yeah. the house. Oh, you're absolutely right. That's exactly what it is. And they cut out all the boring parts of trying yeah. to find the people to watch. You're only getting, like, the most fun yeah. aspects of it. So you get to hit all of those, like, good dopamine-inducing, like, oh, look at Ooh, they're spilling the tea. Like, here it comes, and you don't have to search for it. And it's not oh. mean. You're not, like, yeah. you know, talking shit to this person. It's someone who signed up to be on TV. They signed up to be viewed yeah. and judged, you know, really. Shit, reality TV suddenly made sense to me now. Right? Wow. Oh, okay. Did I just... Oh, I get it. All right, I guess, did you just talk yourself into also I becoming a reality TV connoisseur? I think I might have. It's like, I like people watching, but... The ease of it, not having to leave the house to yeah. do it. Shit. Okay, out, I get it. Check out the Queer Ultimatum on Netflix. It's super fun. Awesome. Yeah. Brought to you by Netflix. Yes, we are <laughs> so sponsored by super, Netflix. Super sponsored. They're paying us a bunch of money to say this. <laughs> They're just, just letting us make a movie. They yeah. approve everything. Yep. They love us so much. <laughs> All right. Well, that's who we are now, and it'll never change forever. So <laughs> we might as well move on to our quirks. Uh, you are going to have to sing this song. Quirk song. Oh, Kristen remember. normally plays the kazoo. That's right. Are you going to do it? I'm. Do I have. Wow. It's her special kazoo. This, the power that I feel picking up this kazoo case. Can you handle it? I don't know. 
We'll find out. (laughs) See if I remember how to use it. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah. Ready when you are. All right, give me a little burp. Some people call me spacey, some people call me fun, but I'm just quirky. Wow, you know it. It's so much lower when you do it. Yeah, I know. It's like, I, uh, learning my way around a kazoo, I think maybe next week, you know, I'll get an electric one. Yeah. And that'll be me. Yeah, that'll be you forever. Yeah. It's a complicated instrument. There's it a is. lot to learn. There's just so many octaves. Yeah, so and many <laughs> pieces to it. <laughs> All right, Topher, Tofu, uh, why don't you lay those quirks on us? And uh, since we did our autism episode, we're all autistic here. Let's be real. Yeah. You included, Christopher. Uh, so I think now our quirks have been expanded to like these can be ADHD or autism quirks or both or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, one of my quirks that at least I felt like it was a quirk is I, I have a like a high pain tolerance because it turns out I just disassociate and kind of ignore it and just go somewhere else. So, Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really quirky, and then it turns out it's probably just a trauma response. That's so quirky of you, how you just, like, kind of disassociate from your body when you're feeling pain. Yeah, and it's just like, like, oh, I'm not going to be here for that. You you deal with it. I'm no, like, turn that off. Boop, boop. All, all right. Like, wow, this is nice. You're, uh, you're so quirky. <laughs> so quirky. <laughs> yeah, you said that earlier as one of your quirks you were going to tell yeah. on the podcast, and I was like, ah, I think that's trauma, but... It's still a yeah, quirk, I, I guess. I thought it was quirky. And I'm like, oh, well, it makes it easy when getting tattoos and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm just distract myself for a little bit. Yeah. Just yeah. fly out of my body and yeah. just not feel a thing <laughs> just for a few hours. Cool. <laughs> quirky. Normal response. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah. when I do actually get hurt um, and it's physical, I, or I mean, yeah, usually physical pain is emotional. the one. Emotional. You get hurt emotionally. Hurts. Um, I don't laugh as much though for that one. Not as funny. No <laughs> physical pain when I get hurt. Um, I laugh. Uh, it's been my response for a long time, which uh, it alleviates any kind of stress in a situation. But then people don't realize that I'm more serious hurt the more I'm laughing. Yeah. So it'd be like you know you smash your knee into something, and I'll just like oh like oh man that sucks like okay, and inside I am dying. Like I wonder why that started. Do you think you started doing that to like? appease everyone else in the situation and like make I me mean, feel like it's not that it's okay it's not that bad probably because uh you know my mom overreacted when anything mm. happened she's one of those parents like kid falls down she's like oh my god are you okay and it's mm. like that's that's how kids react is like oh you're giving me the cue that i should be worried or scared yeah, it's like, oh, this is a big deal yeah. i should be really hurt yeah and so i do it to just kind of I, I guess that makes sense kind of a stop that response from mm. happening because I don't want that attention. So you like minimize it instead? Yeah. And I'm like, ah, it's no big deal. Like, ha 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 ha. Um, it's like, that's, that's probably broken. Um, yeah. Great. <laughs> I'm less quirky than I thought, apparently. It is, uh, but no, it, it makes sense um, talking it out and like figuring that. Mm. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, I've always, for some reason, not really voluntarily started laughing every time I, I get seriously hurt. That is a very specific thing that you do that I can't relate to. Yeah. When I severely sprained my ankle, like the initial one was to just scream out obscenities. Yeah. Um, I got one out and then I was like, oh, (laughs) that's going to hurt later. Like, all right, let's go to the store. And then, yeah, continued on with what I was doing, came home and it looked like I was wearing a boot. God. (laughs) Yeah. It was rough. Yeah. Uh, Well, on the whole, like. I'm not as quirky as I thought I was. I just want to like make sure we reiterate because I feel like I always talk about we're going to explain what these segments are every episode and then we just like don't. But the whole concept <laughs> of like I'm so quirky, it's it's satire, it's facetious because people throughout our lives have always kind of looked at us and been like, I don't think there's anything wrong with you. You're just quirky. You just kind of like, yo, you just have some weird little quirks when actually they can be like either trauma based, they can be really devastating, they can be aspects <laughs> of our neurodivergence and from the outside people kind of minimize it. I just want to clarify that because I know people, I know there's a problem online of like, you know, minimizing ADHD to just be like quirks. And so we're kind of doing a play on that, but I feel like it's not always clear that we're like, ha ha, I'm so quirky, quote unquote, but it's actually like, 
legitimate trauma or like a legitimate disability. Yeah, like how I was a, a bouncing baby boy growing up and it was just like, oh, he's so quirky. Look how active he is. And I'm like, I can't concentrate on anything. Yeah, it's like, no, I needed to be medicated. Everything is an yeah. effort. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like <laughs> the high pain tolerance and laughing when you get injured, I feel like that is at the heart of what is I'm so quirky, where it's from that the outside, sense. it can yeah. look like, oh, Christopher's got this weird quirk, how he laughs when he gets hurt. But really, it's like, <laughs> no, that's your neurodivergence yeah. slash trauma. <laughs> it's it? like, I'm in real pain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I need help. <laughs> please, please. My arm is hanging on by its yeah. Someone um, look past my laughter. See my pain. <laughs> these tears aren't from laughter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, quirk number two. So second quirk. I feel so quirky even just describing this one. Um, I will break down, analyze, break down the object, not emotionally, but, you know, sometimes that comes from it too. Yeah. Um, I will break down a room and basically make a blueprint of it in my head, not voluntarily at like all. you just do like it go, to yeah, every room you walk I just go in and into. I'm like, okay, cool. I know the layout and where everything is and just kind of take a picture of my head and then even think about, like, what went into building that kind of structure. Wow. And so it makes it easy when I'm trying to find things, which is why, you know, it kind of leads me back actually to when you're a kid and like, how do you find anything in this mess? And mm. it's like, because I made the mess. I know where it yeah, all is. Yeah, have it like it's mapped like, out. It's called organized chaos yep. and it is how I live my life. Yeah. Like, oh, you want a paperclip or uh, I almost called it by what we call it in our household, uh, a bobby pin or a Robert's pin. A Robert's pin, pin yes. Please the use real the proper term. term yeah. I, well, we're very formal here. Yes. Um, and there's Robert's pins all over the house. But yeah, I'll take a picture of everything, break it all down. Uh, it goes for movies too, like sets and watching that, like watching the horror movies I enjoy and seeing how they did stuff. Um, but it's all just kind of sitting up there now. That is wild. Yeah. And I don't really have a choice in it either. It just happens. I feel like it takes up so much space in your brain, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. The hard drive's like bursting and... <laughs> It's a bummer. Instead, I'll just unlearn maths. Yeah, you don't need it. You really need this blueprint <laughs> of my living room, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, I got your fridge down now. I yep. know exactly what the seltzers are. That's all I need. And it'll never change, so that's super helpful. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> it'll always be in that one spot. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it does come in handy when I'm trying to fix something, and it's like I've, I've watched a video on it, something mm. like that, and I kind of make that mental blueprint of whatever it is I'm working on. Like, recently, I taught myself how to do the brakes on my car because I didn't want to pay for that. Yeah. So I went to Napa, bought all the parts and then did it in the parking lot. And, uh, I watched a six minute YouTube video and I'm like, all right, cool. Know how this works. Yeah. Uh, you're a YouTube handyman now. It's it. You know, I feel like that trait is very much kind of like a more stereotypical autistic trait, you know, that you can like, you know, how you have this photographic memory and you can like capture this whole image, like that guy mm -hmm. who can like fly over cities and then you oh can recreate such amazing the artwork. whole city just yeah. from one time. Like yeah. I, that is one of those things that made me doubt that I was autistic for the longest time. Cause I'm like, I can't see yeah. anything in my mind. And it's like, I wish I had that. And I'm like, ah, if I was autistic. I feel like I'd have that, but no, there's a bunch of different types of autism and I didn't get that one. Yeah. It, it's, it's cool for certain things. Yeah. Um, terrible but for others. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cause it, it, it also comes with the whole picturing things in your head and mm -hmm involuntarily having this movie running at all times of my internal thoughts and monologues being visual as well. Mm. Um, yeah, that sounds tough. Yeah, especially when someone makes like uh, some kind of gross like comment, you know, like, oh, your mom type thing. And I'm like, great. Now I've just visualized all of that in depth. I appreciate you. Thank Ugh. you so much for that. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. See, I have, I don't do that at all. And I, it doesn't bother me at all when people say stuff like that because I'm not thinking about it. I'm not thinking about the reality of it happening. So I guess sometimes it's nice to have nothing yeah, going on. Yeah. Up there. You know, it, it sounds a lot more calm. And I know that's not right because I, I don't know what it's like. I'm sure it's still very busy. Uh, it's just a different kind of busy. I don't know. The internal monologue stuff still gets me. That was It's yeah, crazy. It's, it's not like you don't have words going on in your head, you know, mm -hmm. instead. It's like you have both. You have like what I have in my brain of like constant ongoing noise and yeah, monologue yeah. and songs and blah, blah, blah. And then on top of that, you're also visualizing stuff. So. Yeah. Like whatever song that's stuck in my head at that moment or like channels, I call them like how many channels I got going. Hmm. Um, whatever the music one is, unfortunately, I also have the music video playing just on the side. Like, like if I had two monitors 
uh, of your computer wow. and stuff like that. So I have like the main one going on, but I got a side monitor over there. It's like just constantly playing this one song I've been listening to for three months straight. Yeah. You know, yeah. whether in my head or actually listening to. Yep. Mine does that with just the music, but yeah, not seeing the additional component of the video. That sounds exhausting. It is. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it also makes sense looking back as why it was so difficult to concentrate on things like, I don't know, school. God, that sounds so boring, boring when things. you got a whole world in your head. You could create anything in your brain. Yeah, it, well, it's hard when I have basically the tools for escapism hmm. constantly happening. So, like, my daydreams are just vivid movies that are wow. happening. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to focus on that for a little bit. And so I, I just, like, you. tune out the real world and focus on that. And uh, that's how it was growing up. And so it was very, very difficult to concentrate unless I really enjoyed the subject. Uh, if I could flip on a TV show in my brain, I would never do anything else. It would be such a problem. That is the problem. Wow. <laughs> when I'm doing something that I find, maybe not I find mundane, but my brain does. Yeah. Um, it's like, eh, I'm going to watch this now. And it's like, I don't want to rewatch that mm. Family Guy episode, but it's happening. That's <laughs> like, tough. Jeez. Yeah, but it's eh, so quirky. You're so, you're just so, <laughs> so quirky. quirky. Just a qu little quirk. You're not autistic. Yeah. It's just a little no, quirk. not at all. Yeah. Um, actually leads into the third one. Uh, third quirk is something that now I'm going to call uh, stolen POV because okay. uh, it's a game that I uh, used to play as a kid, not realizing what it is uh, now, where I would stop and look out of somebody else's eyes from their point of view and picture it. Totally. Yeah. Like uh, pulling up to a stoplight, sitting passenger in the car and being bored, see someone waiting at the crosswalk and kind of not really having to close my eyes, but seeing their perspective of the street and me sitting in the car and everything going wow. on, but try to like keep up with what's happening in real time from their perspective while it's happening. Like as they um, move, you're like thinking about how their yeah. field of vision would shift yeah, and, and like what the they're seeing now. cars going by that I see, seeing them from their point of view going past wow. in a different direction and stuff like that. And Dude, so I'd be like, wild. I'm just going to tap into that for a little bit and go and play that game. What? Uh, but, <laughs> I can't relate to any of these. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it also makes it uh, easy to find stuff, though. Like I was telling uh -huh. you earlier, if you drop something and it rolls underneath mm. and it's like you look underneath and you can see it, but then you have to like reach around and try to find it, like the remote under the couch. I'll see it and then it'll kind of make a placeholder in my head. And so it's almost like the x-ray vision type thing where it's like, okay, I know it's on that spot on the floor so I can look through the couch to see where it was and just grab <laughs> I, it's really hard to describe. I, I kind of get what you're describing. It's like your, yeah, it's just like your brain is keeping all of these millions of images of things that yeah. really are only useful in very, very specific. Yeah. Situations. I mean, after I grab that remote, I don't need it anymore, but it's still up there. Yeah. It's like, I know where that remote was. That time I dropped it, it yep. was there. I'll remember that forever, but I don't remember all of fifth grade. <laughs> you don't need it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you have one of those brains that that sounds so difficult to move through life. But I feel like if we can just figure out the ultimate thing to channel your brain into, I feel mm. like you'll conquer the world. <laughs> but I feel like <laughs> what, what is that? What can we uh, use your brain for? We like it's mine and I get to like choose what we're going to use it for. No, I could but, use some help. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm, I've definitely uh, collected hobbies and professions. You have so many careers. You have like more careers than most ADHDers. And we have like a lot of it's, different careers. You know, Yours uh, is next level. I always like the phrase, you know, jack of all trades, but master of none, because the end of the sentence is, which is better than a master of one. Yep. And they always leave that part out. Yep. Yep. Because it doesn't fit the narrative. Yeah. They want you to focus on one thing and only be good at that. Yes. Which the, sounds bad. Them. They. They. Always they. The neurotypical. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Uh, well, Christopher, yeah. you're so quirky. Yeah. Well, so are you. Let's hear your quirks. I'm pretty quirky as well. All right. Quirk number one. And I am guessing you can probably relate to this one. Um, this is fun to do because oftentimes I feel like Chris and I are so different that I feel like we don't overlap a lot in mm -hmm. our quirks. Whereas for some reason, you and I have some overlaps in our quirks. Uh, anytime I hear a cover of a song that I already know, I have to listen to the original and I cannot let it go until I do. <laughs> yeah. I, I've definitely done I that. Knew yes, it. Yes. it drives me crazy. Yeah. If it's like a reference to something else that I already know, I have to go back and watch the original. I have yeah. to listen to the original. I mean, um, when we were talking about Stephen King books earlier, mm. anytime I read about a character that I remember from, uh, 
the Dark Tower. I'm like, well, I got to go back and read the entire series now because yes. I remember it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you make that connection to something else. And now I like. It's funny. I didn't think about that. Need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> You're so quirky. I know. Well, I also think part of that, and I've heard other autistic people saying this, that I can't sing a song like a different way. If I've heard a song a certain way, when I sing it myself, I'm going to be copying exactly how they sung it. I'm going to be copying the intonation, where they come in. Mm. Like if, if you're listening to a live version of a song and they sing it like differently than how they sing in the original, that oh, drives me crazy because I'm not just memorizing the song. I'm memorizing every aspect of that song of all yeah. the different instruments and where it comes in. And the, I'll sing the background vocal. Yes. So yes. like, I'll just sing every, it's like, yeah, I'll sing the whole song. The whole, the mm -hmm. whole thing is one unit to me. And so it really, I have such a hard time. I think it's just like autistic rigidity and like the predictability and needing something to be the same. Like I could never cover a song and sing it differently unless someone else gave me an example of how to sing it differently. And then I just copy them. But I feel like I just have to follow what I've already heard. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I definitely um, agree that we have an overlap, at least on the part where seeing them play it live and they do different inflections and like hit different spots yeah. and stuff like that. And I'm like, no, that's not where that belongs. Yes, like, yes, that's not no, how it no, goes. no. I, <laughs> like they created it. They can do whatever the hell they want, but I'm like, you're doing it wrong. Yes. And I think most people like that change where you're like doing yeah. it differently. But like, for oh, me, I'm so like, fresh. no, yeah. that's not how it goes. Keep it how I know it. Yeah. It just really triggers. I feel like that autism in me. Yeah. It yeah. was the same note as like books being, you know, turned into movies and stuff like that. And it's yep. like, that didn't happen. That's not how it went. No. That's not the order. <laughs> they gave it to you on the page. It's right there. I know. Yeah. We were talking about that earlier, <laughs> how we both have the hardest time yeah. Yeah, watching a movie from a book ad adaptation. Yeah. It's like, I have to see the movie before yep, if same. I want to do that to enjoy it. Yeah. I can do it the other way around, but I can't yeah. read the book first. But then it ruins like things for the book if they did follow it. Yeah. So it's kind of trying to find like, okay, I will split these into two separate entities, but- Easier said than done. Yep. You're so quirky. It's exhausting to be in our brains. <laughs> yeah. So like I never really think about it because it's just what I've always yeah. known. Yeah. You don't think yeah. like, oh, it, it isn't this way for everyone. Yeah. Well, it's like people asking like, how do you handle being colorblind? I'm like, I don't know, day by day, freaking <laughs> same way that you do whatever your vision is. Like, yeah, you don't, I don't know, know any different. I've known. It's <laughs> yeah. You're not really thinking about it. It's no. just how you see colors. Yeah. Like, you okay. <laughs> yeah. Big deal. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Along those same lines, quirk number two, uh, I'm the same way with recognizing an actor from another show or a movie. I mm. cannot move on until I figure out what they're from and I will ruin everyone else's time while I try to figure it out. <laughs> you're like IMDBing it while you're watching the movie? Yes. But I also don't want to IMDB it too fast because I like guessing. And yeah, I like, yeah, yeah. I really like figuring it out. So I'll be like, <laughs> yes. no, 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 look it up. Yeah. I got it. I got, I got go. this. Okay. I got this. So this, it'll like try to go back in my brain and think about what I saw them in. And a lot of people don't like that, but I can't help it. I can't move on. I can't just like recognize someone from something and not know where they're from and just like continue on watching. Yeah. All I can think about. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That That's hilarious. We definitely uh, overlap on that one. Yes. That's what I thought. <laughs> and Ian is not like that at all. Neither so I'm like, come Kristen. on, come on. You know, well, you know, what's he from? What's he from? Let's go. Let's figure it out yeah, together. Yeah. It's like she hasn't seen as many movies and stuff like that uh, as I have. And I'm taking pictures of everybody in my head. And yeah. so it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's aggravating, but it's also like a fun little game for yourself. Yeah, I like, like it. I it's can like trivia. This. I can figure this person out. Exactly. I love trivia. Love trivia. Yeah. <laughs> I want to just go to like TV show trivia. They yeah. might have that. Well, I mean, um, on Thursdays, there's a, up by us, there's a, a trivia. Mm. And we used to go, like, we go with our coworkers every once in a while. But it usually just ends up to everybody at the table talking with each other and then me doing trivia and trying to get as many points as possible. Yep. <laughs> I love it. I don't care. I'm like, I love trivia. I'll, I, I'll go and do that. I am also that person. If there's a group game and other people are kind of trickling off and they're yeah. like not really paying attention to the game anymore, I'm like on the game. I'm doing it. I'm yeah, the one yeah. who's like, all right, guys, listen, we need to hear the clue. And they're yeah. like, we're kind of just trying to hang out. I'm like, no. I'm moving to my own table. <laughs> yeah. It drives me crazy. Like, shut up. We can talk yeah. about this later. The the best one, I think, though, was uh, there was a Harry Potter trivia uh -huh. night. And I, I just sat there and it was like me and somebody else's like significant other and everybody else was kind of like, well, we don't know that much about Harry Potter. And the two of us were like, well, then you need to shut the fuck up yeah. and go away. Cause we have this everything memorized. Yeah. This is what I've got. Yeah. My little sister's the same exact way with that too. But yeah, I don't know. We had so much overlapping when it came to the. Yeah. Quirks. 
I know, like very specific things that yeah. whenever I say it to Kristen, she's like, no, I don't do that. Mm. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Well, Little fuck me then. Yellow, different. <laughs> different. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you're good at getting my references. Um, and <laughs> so then, we both have shit humor. Yes. And we both, we both are like, I feel like hyperverbal and we love language. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So it's like quotes just like stick in our brains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's hard to shut up. Yeah. It's hard to turn it off. Uh, That's a better way to put it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Quirk number three. Uh, I will. I'm realizing that this is autism. <laughs> I will make up rules for different things around the house. Like if I, you know, take a new sponge out and I'm like, okay, in my brain, I'm like, this sponge will only be used like for cleaning the sink. This is, has a very specific purpose, but I won't tell Ian about my made up rules. I'll just like assume somehow he'll know, like, yeah. obviously that sink, that sponge is for the sink. And then I get really mad when I see him breaking my made up rules that I never told him about. And I'll be like, I can't <laughs> believe he's using that sponge for that. That's not what it's for, but I never told him this rule. That's fair. Yeah. So I just have a bunch of like arbitrary <laughs> rules that I've made up in my brain for things. And I'm so bothered if he breaks these rules that I made up. Do you do the same thing with like placements of things like yes. in the cabinet and the fridge? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm like, yeah, obviously that goes there. What are you yeah. doing? <laughs> yeah. I'm constantly moving the, uh, the cayenne pepper and the salt and the pepper shakers from where Kristen puts them. Yeah. So I'm like, that's not where they belong. I put yeah. them here every time because I use them. Yeah. Oh, whenever Ian uses the salt, he puts it back in the wrong place and I will move it back. Yeah. I'm like, no, this is wrong. Just take the salt and pepper and put them up in the cupboard with the rest of the spices. And yep. like, no, those are sometimes yes. spices. Salt and pepper belongs on the counter right That's there. That's exactly what Ian does. He puts <laughs> put the salt it. away. I'm like, no, this is a daily thing. We need the salt on the counter. I don't, don't want to reach every time. Keep it by the stove. Yes. I need it. Yes. Or literally a second exactly. one on the table, maybe. Yes. Like, yes. That's... <laughs> that's a, that's exactly I guess what we it both is. have that one. Yeah. Yeah. I guess also that very specific quirk. I did actually explain to her why I keep the cayenne pepper because it's one the, like the short bottles. Mm. And in the spice rack, there is a spot for short ones. Yeah. And so she always puts it in the back. I use it in everything. Mm. Everything I put salt and pepper on, I'm putting at least a dash of cayenne pepper because it's good for you and it gives it some flavor. All right. Um, so I always keep it on the lower thing right in front. Yeah. And every time I go in there, I'm like, we can't be out. I just bought this. Like, yeah. where is it? And I'm like, oh, right. On the one that it's supposed to be on. I never told her. Like, so I finally told her, I'm like, so the reason I have this here, and I know it's going to mess with you because it's not the same height as the rest is I use it almost daily. Yep. She's like, all right. Well, now that you've explained it, I know why it goes there and I'll, I'll leave it. Yeah. I feel like we need to know the functionality behind a rule in order to mm. follow it, like on, you know, the other side of things. And then, you know, on our side of things, yeah, we... I feel like with autism, it's like the stereotype is that we're so rigid mm-hmm. with things, but oftentimes we have rules for a very, very, very specific reason. Like yeah. that one where it's like, I'm not just saying this has to go here because it has to go here. It has to go here because it makes I use it, it every day. For, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, especially with you, you, your brain is always wanting to find the absolute like best most functional way to do things. Like you're always mm-hmm. looking to optimize how to do things like to the best possible, most efficient way. And it makes sense that you have all these like rules and structures because you figured out that's the most efficient way to do it. And that's how I'm going to do it. Yeah. That's yeah. I never really thought about yeah. it, but I can sit here and tell you exactly which spot in the spice rack, the, yeah. uh, the garlic powder, the cayenne pepper and like the paprika are, yeah. I know where they always are. And I always put them back in the same spot. Yep. I also mentioned to her the cayenne pepper, but I never told her about the salt and pepper being put away in the thing. Yeah, I gotta tell her now because every time I'm like, I don't know where the hell it went. I'm like, it's probably in the cupboard. Yep. There it is, which I know is probably a rule that she set up. Like, yeah, she probably has her own reason. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, Lily and I were talking about this, and this is a very helpful trick that she gave me because Lily is the same way. We were talking about how, like, we have a we get really, really stuck on like when things change or people do things a different way than we would have done them, and it's things that like Mm. it doesn't matter. This could be done either way. People will say it doesn't matter. To us, it matters. But it's like it really (laughs) doesn't matter in the long run. I'm just like upset that you're not doing it the same way I did it. But for no, you're not doing it wrong. But a big one is like when Ian will drive a different way, like to the beach or whatever, than I have grown up driving. Mm -hmm. It's just different. It's not wrong. But in my brain, I'm like, that's not how you get to the beach. (laughs) And I like get so worked up about it. And Lily does the same exact thing with her husband, Jeff, where she'll get mad for no reason. And so the line that she uses is, oh, my brain wasn't expecting that. Hmm. And I feel like that is such a good way to express that, like, I'm being bothered by this 
unexpected change. It's not a big deal. You're not wrong, but I have to say something. It's like something in me. I have to say, if you don't say it, you will explode. And yes. Die. It drives me crazy yes. where I'm like, why is he going this way? It's different. This way is different. And if I just asked him about it, he could explain why he goes that way. But I feel like that line of like, Oh, that's not what my brain was expecting. I feel like that's a really good way to explain it. That neither one of us is wrong, Yeah, but I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. And it's like the, you know, Oh, I've never been this way before. Like yeah. the, the subtle little, like, I have to address it. Yes, yes. But I don't want to offend either. Yep. But if I don't address it, yeah. Yeah, I got to say It's going to be an issue. Because it's different. Yep. It's wrong. <laughs> but no, it's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But try that line. Huh. The next time, uh, if that ever happens to you. Well, you know, that's the best thing about moving out here is hmm. um, I have no idea where I'm going or where anything is. So that is nice. And this is probably great for Kristen because she'll drive there the first time. And I'm like, all right, this is the way that That's she's gone. Yeah. I'm just going to go that way. Um, so much so that like when I was driving here, Google Maps told me to take a different turn. I'm like, that doesn't seem right. Like, yep. This is taking me down a different road. Like, oh, God, this is very different. Yep. I do the uh, same thing. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm going to go the way I know. Shut yeah, up. I'm like, well, I mean, she, she's grown up around here. She obviously knows. Like, yeah. So it's actually kind of nice. I get to start fresh and that follow makes- her. Her brain uh, directions. That makes sense because Ian and I both grew up here in yeah. Portland, but we didn't like know each other. And so we've had different experiences growing up here and now we're coming back as adults. You both have he, different routes. Yeah. He goes to Higgins Beach a different way than I do. And that's okay. Right. I'm telling, I'm telling <laughs> myself, right. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> it's okay, Grace. It's okay. You can be a flexible thinker. <laughs> yes. uh, all right, Christopher, we are both so quirky. So quirky. Such quirks. I think we should uh, mosey into hobby collectors. Should we do a little transition in between? Yeah. Kristen and I used to do these weird winding transitions that we kind of stopped doing. Yeah. I remember they would like kind of go on forever and ever. Yeah. Where you're like, what is this? And ever. And ever. And ever. Yeah. Yeah. Notice how that kind of sounds like endeavor. Endeavor. Yeah. Like the endeavor that we're trying to do right now is transition to the next subject and what an endeavor it is really is it is what a transition yeah uh if you're still here uh transition transition (laughs) (laughs) all right welcome back from that transition it is officially time to do hobby collectors and this is one where we definitely don't have to sing that fucking song (laughs) because jane made an incredible song for us thank you jane all right play jane's song Okay, that was Jade's song. Christopher, you are going to kind of take the lead on this Hobby Collectors? Yeah, yeah. So I know uh, last time I was here, I, I did some sculpting and talked about that. Yep. Um, which I still highly recommend. It's great for ADHD. Yeah, go back and listen to that. Actually, I... Fuck. I should have looked what episode I ended up putting your Hobby Collectors oh, segment that's right. into. Because I that's cut right. it out. Um, it was... Rock climbing, I think. No. I'm trying to remember. It was like one of the first kind of segment things I feel like are, I don't know, it, it was like two or three episodes after. It's an episode where I reference, a, yeah, yeah, I think it's two or three after. I yeah. reference a platypus in the show notes because I say <laughs> much like the platypus, this is like a jumble of yes. segments yes. that may end up being one of God's greatest creations. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are doing here we segments. Are. Yeah. <laughs> Just segs. Um, but yeah, uh, for this time, I actually wanted to kind of revisit one of the hobbies that the two of you discussed. Because it drove you crazy to listen to us talk about what? it. You want no, to clear some things up. It's fine to have different ways of doing the same thing. Totally. We just talked about this. Um, <laughs> even if you're wrong. No. We um, are. We were wrong. Yes. You are right. Uh, video games. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've played video games since I was young. Um, I mean, since... Literally, I had to have my mom boot up the MS-DOS on the computer with the floppy disks. Nice. I used actual floppy disks. They weren't just a save icon for me. Really aging yourself here. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> aging more every day. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but yeah, and so it's grown with me over the years and definitely been something that I have found helps me. Uh, one, it's a great form of escapism. Yes, I know. 
but it's also something that I feel has helped me grow as a person when it comes to critical thinking, hmm. uh, reaction time. I know they've done tests with kids that play like first person shooters versus people that don't play games and their reaction times and just how quickly and uh, they can adapt and hmm. find a way around an issue because of these problem solving skills that you gain from playing games. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. And I know that those games aren't for everyone. And one of my favorite things about video games is there's literally infinite types of games that one will suit everybody, even the person that doesn't like video games. There's yeah, something else. That's there. true. I mean, for example, the one that you guys usually play here. What's it called again? Boomerang Foo. Boomerang Foo. We've been playing Spider Heck a lot recently. That's a fun what one too. What is that? It's so fun. You're a spider and you can like fly with your spider web and you should check it out. So it's, it's kind of like Boomerang Foo huh. in the sense that it's just like a fun, silly game. And that's perfect. And especially for one party games and two ADHD, if you yep. want something, you know, fast paced, bright, colorful, action, engaging, that's going to hold your attention but you don't have to sit down and pay attention to a story for yeah. hours and hours. I have the hardest time. I can't do any type of game where there's a story. I'm like, skip, 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 even though yeah. I know this is valuable information. I, I have a buddy like that, and I, I grew up with him where he'd be like, I always just skip the cutscenes. I'm like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, that's not, you don't even know what's going on. And like some critical moment. I'm just like, who's that guy? And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> if you just watch the cutscenes. Um, so, you know, teach the wrong with those too. Um, the games that Kristen and I usually play together, we like Stardew, which is a very kind of relaxed, you know, farming game. You get to build up your house, decorate, build a farm. But the nice thing is, is there's also another section where you can go and do action-based stuff in mm. it if you want. So nice. kind of nice blending of several different types. Uh, and the other one is uh, Diablo 3 that I know she talked about, which is just extremely violent you kill demons and murder skeletons all the time <laughs> run around to quests like it's very different but uh it's just an example of how there's so many different types of games that you can jump into yeah that's true it is nice i really hate those first person shooter games and i get so mm. stressed especially any type of like zombie game or where things are oh, like yeah. coming at you and it might be behind you i get so scared and anxious <laughs> i'm like no i hate it i hate it it's just stop so it's yeah yeah and so for, for you, yeah, I would definitely not recommend any of those. I mean, there's a whole horror genre when it comes to hmm. um, those games. And some of them are extremely fun. And other ones I've actually had to like, I got to take a break, guys. Like, I'm, I don't get scared easy. I worked at Haunted House for years. I love horror. Hmm. And there's one game out there that was started by, I think, a single person. I'd have to double check. But it was just this little indie game. And I ended up getting like, I didn't do any research on this game specifically, but I feel like it won an award for being one of the scariest games I've ever played. It's called Phasmophobia, and it's you and a couple of buddies go into a haunted house, and you're just searching for clues to try to find out what type of entity or spirit it is. So there's like, use a black light, and it's like, oh, there's fingerprints on this wall. Like, okay, we have fingerprints, and, like, you have to get three clues to oh, figure out what it is. And the entire fun. time, whatever it is will randomly start going, and so you'll be in the house, and the lights will start flickering, and you're like, oh, okay. Oh, I don't like that. And all of a sudden, the doors will shut and lock, and you uh. can't get out of the house while it's happening, and it basically tries to hunt one of you. And so you have to, like, yeah. hide behind stuff and, like, not oh. look at it. And the, the most uh, crucial part of it is – it uses your microphone, and so if you start talking, the <gasps> ghost can you? hear you. <gasps> oh, I don't like and that. And while at you're all. in the game, you're talking to each other either by proximity or using like a walkie-talkie. But when you're far enough away, when the attacks happen, the walkie-talkies stop. You oh, can't use them. That's such a good game design. Yeah, and so it's reacting, and so we'll be sitting there, and it'll be all of us, and it will show up in like a flash of this like horrific-looking ghost or something like that like carrying an ax. Sometimes you only see the shadow. And uh, it was great because I, I was playing with, you know, three other grown ass men that aren't supposed to react like this. Yeah. Supposedly. And Says um, society. Yeah. Fuck you. Um, and every single time that ghost would happen, we're all near each other. Someone would scream high pitch and just take <laughs> off running in a direction. Be like, oh my God, oh my God, it's going to get me. And I thought it was hilarious. I 
spent a long time and it'll, if it catches you, it'll kill you. And then you have to go try uh, to like extra points, go and find and take a picture of your dead buddy for some reason. Oh That's God. extra points in the game. Um, but now you're still trying to solve it or you can decide to leave. And I remember the first time it chased me and even more so the first time it got me because like when it catches you from behind these like hands show up on your uh, screen, like it's grabbing your head. I don't like that. And um, I screamed. <laughs> I was playing in the dark. I'm like, I'm really going to maximize, you know, the fear aspect. And I was shaking. The adrenaline was just pumping. And I'm like, this is by far the best horror game I've ever played. Wow. But it's definitely not for everybody because, you know, I would not recommend that game to you. Please don't. But it's really fun to watch YouTube videos of other people playing it because you got these guys that scream and like, will throw their headphones and everything. It's like, that's not going to help you, but (laughs) it's it's so entertaining. I feel like if it scares you, it must be truly terrifying. It was That's saying something amazing. Cause it was such like a, a lower, I mean, it was an indie game. It wasn't anything that was like, you know, these crazy production companies mm. throwing millions of dollars into this. And it was, it was by far one of the best ones I've ever played. Are you a thrill seeker in other things? Like, do you like a roller coaster or like I a hate roller drop coasters. down ride? Drop downs are the reasons I don't like roller coasters. Really? Yeah. I like flips and like, corkscrews and all that stuff and like speed is okay i don't like drops huh interesting yeah just, like, i was just I, thinking I about like how you're full a super- on panic attacks on roller coasters until it's over and i'm like well that was fun <laughs> <laughs> it's like let's never do it again though but that was fun uh, see i like the thrill of a roller coaster but i don't like the thrill of like being i like being scared in like a horror movie but i don't like being scared when it's like in a video game where it's like you have to be in control mm. i don't i don't know something I about like, that makes me scared i like the psychological mm. thrill seeking yeah uh, I, I like yeah you do yeah like my favorite horror movies and stuff like that are more of the psychological ones i think jump scares are cheap i find them kind of lame and when it happens in a movie it completely pulls me out of it because i'm like that was cheap like that was boring (laughs) i I scream a lot at jump scares i don't like them so they get me there's kristen but yeah um oh yeah exactly (laughs) oh my god when you say scream i feel like you picture like ah but for kristen it's like oh oh, oh." (laughs) (laughs) the hand movements of that are perfect too yeah Um, grabbing on to something yeah yeah it's it's uh it's not something that usually happens in movies for me. And it's also because of one of my quirks of breaking everything down and being like, oh, okay, so this is what's happening. And with a story like this, like, okay, this is probably going to happen soon. So the ones that throw me through a loop and I don't see it coming, mm. either with twists, the scares, the storyline, anything like that, I love it. That makes sense that your pattern recognition is so bad or not so bad. Your pattern recognition is so good that it, yeah, probably is hard to like. Do something unpredictable. I'm sure you always know like who the killer is going to be or who's going to die in the next scene because you're just for like most, pick, picking yeah. up on. Yeah. For the most part, you're like, oh, listen to the, the audio cues are happening now. Okay. This is when something's going to happen and this. So when you have a movie like, for instance, uh, Hereditary, where it plays mm-hmm. not off of those audio cues, but silence and having minimal uh, like interaction between the character and the score, um, I find it so much more fascinating because it's. And it's that much more terrifying because then when you actually finally see the thing that's on the wall that's been there the whole time in plain view, but you didn't get those audio cues to be mm. afraid and look for it. When you finally see it, you're like, oh, my God, like, oh, yeah. no, they didn't do that. <laughs> that um, makes total sense. Yeah. And so I, I appreciate when they do that with a game or with a movie of making it more of a thinking kind of scare. All right. What about other games or other types of games that you like or think are good for well, it's just I go from that level yeah. and then you go to something like what I've been playing recently, which is a lot of free open world. You can just wander and do whatever you want. You can do anything or nothing. Like uh, one of the ones that got me into it is Skyrim. Hmm. Um, that's one that I think anybody can get into. You can go and I mean, they're already like pre-made, but build a house you could just, I've spent literally just days just hunting in the wilds, not doing anything, <laughs> not paying attention to the missions or the quest line. And uh, anything that you can see, you can get to or go to. The whole world is just Ooh, that sounds nice. your playground. Yeah. It's like just exploring. Yeah. Yeah. You can just hmm. run around, explore. And it's like there's dungeons you can go in if you want to have some action. Like it's some of the prettiest visuals. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is another one like that where it's just open world set in the wild west 
um, to where I think I just like hunting in games. I don't like it in like reality, mm, but yeah. I, I just go out into the woods and I'm like, I'm going to do this for a while. Um, so the open world and then there's open world like sandbox games where uh, like uh, Minecraft mm. I think is one. I never really played that one much, but I know that's one of the huge ones that people do where you can build and do anything in there. Um, oh, yeah. Talk to any 10-year-old child. Exactly. We'll tell you all about Minecraft. Oh, yeah. I constantly get people referencing things to be like, oh, yeah, you know, it's just like in Minecraft. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm like, oh, shit. You would have been I'm so in into Minecraft if it had come out when you were like eight. I think that if I was born 10 years later, I would have probably been streaming video games right yeah, now. I was going to say, you'd be such- be like a millionaire. No. Yeah, <laughs> you'd like, be such a YouTube kid. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Because yeah. um, I've- tried to get into that at this age and gone, Oh fuck. I am way too old to do this. (laughs) No, uh, there's no age on streaming. Right. But, um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, I played another game. If you like the action first person shooter, but also want to mix it with some of the, um, the other elements of exploring like, uh, rust is one. It's highly competitive and probably one of the most toxic games I have ever played because of the community is just vile people. Yeah. So I just turn off the chat and turn off voice chat and just run around and have fun. And it's a really fun game when you just get all the other people out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there are games like that that you can play on your own. I have a buddy who's really into uh, like the JRPGs or like Japanese role-playing games. Like Final Fantasy VII is one of the really popular ones. Mm. or just the Final Fantasy series. I say seven because that's the only one that I played through and really enjoyed. But those are very story-driven, turn-based. Um, you've got games that are mirrored directly off of Dungeons & Dragons to where you have that kind of freedom as well. Um, if you're looking for something that is less action-oriented, there are a lot of, like, sensibly, but like the farming simulators are so much fun. There's driving simulators, flying. I have a buddy who ah. literally bought a whole airplane, like, rig, like, cockpit type oh. thing. And all he does is do commercial flights across the country, <laughs> like, literally controlling great. all of it. And you just sit there and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm making a flight to Vegas, so that's what I'm doing for the next four hours. And I'm like, so you just sit there and watch the meters? And he's like, yeah. I'm like. I, I don't. I that sounds don't. fucking awful, but yeah, I'm happy that, that you enjoy that. Like, yeah, it sounds soothing if that's what you're yeah. into. I had him fly by at the last place we were living. He's like, oh, yeah, cruising over, but it used real-time weather apps and Whoa. stuff. So it was a snowstorm, and so he flew over uh, when we were living at the mill. And uh, it's like, oh, yeah, like, that's where I'm at. <laughs> like, that's I'm, so cool. Like, it was so realistic, too. Their graphics are so insane. And I'm like, I want to, like, get on the roof and see if you see me. Um <laughs> I feel like because I get so motion sick from most video games that aren't like 2D or 2.5D mm-hmm. that I don't play like kind of more like soothing games like that. But it does sound really nice. I feel like there's so many games out there like Stardew Valley or like the plain one or yeah. whatever uh-huh. where you're kind of just like bopping along, just taking your time. But because I get so motion sick from video games, I don't ever like think to do that. But it does sound pretty nice. I'm trying to think of one that I've played that would kind of fit what you – would look for more in a video game. Yeah. Um, I recently played one called Raft. It's kind of like Rust, except without people to play against. So it's hmm. very nice. All right. Um, but yeah, you are basically there. You can have other people play with you on your team and you build up your raft. You're basically in this post-apocalyptic, but it's like cartoony graphics. Oh. You're just floating around building up your raft. I have an entire farm of llamas and chickens <laughs> and a couple of goats and real... We spent more time going like, I'm going to decorate my bedroom like this. Like, think Sims Stranded on the Ocean survival game. That and that's sounds kind of nice. And it's like I have an entire cooking station where you can build different or make different meals that will give you different, like, benefits. And then you just go explore islands and collect, like, pieces and try to solve the story and find people. And it's it's right. the entire time you're being hunted by a shark. Uh, oh. So you got to watch out for that. But. <laughs> I just put some it. armor around the edge of your boat and it'll never touch you. All right. Um, I might check that one out. Sounds kind of nice. Yeah. It, it, there's a lot of different cool things. And then you can always take a break and do one of the, like, like boomerang food, like the, the quick action short, um, where you don't need to invest a lot of time. You're like, I just want to play something quick. Yeah. 
and just like quick matches and stuff like that, which really does benefit more for the ADHD mind. If you're like, I don't have time to focus right now and get involved, like, but I need some kind of like little hit of dopamine, like a little boost right now. Mm. Yeah. I'm very ADHD when I play video games. It's like, I'm purely going there for that, like Mm -hmm. cheap, fast dopamine. You should check out Fall Guys then. If you haven't played that, it's basically like, (laughs) it's pure chaos. It's just you and a bunch of other people and an obstacle course. And you try to get through it as fast as possible while other people are trying to like trip you or like knock you down as these big cartoon balloony characters. Yeah. You can be like right at the end and slip off something and someone can beat you or like, uh, you can grab people and like pull, but you can like pull back too. So it's like the ragdoll physics type game. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, and you just like launch each other or you can sabotage Ooh. people so somebody else. Um, All right, I might need to check that one yeah, out. Yeah, each round, um, only so many people can pass the finish line until it gets down to like the final. Okay, I might check that out. I feel like, all right, here's a here's a business idea I have for you. <laughs> people could come to you and say, I'm looking for this in a game. And I feel like you could just go through your mental catalog and be like, if you like this, you'll probably like this. <laughs> and give <laughs> like awesome. curated recommendations for video games people should play. That would be really cool. Um, Very I would, niche, but. Yeah, but I, I feel like it's growing more and more every day. Yeah. And especially, I know if I had somebody to go to like that and make a big difference because the the same kind of feelings you get with other stuff with ADHD, like not being able to start. Um, I've had moments where I just sit at my computer and just stare at the list of games that I have mm-hmm. for an hour and go, I don't even know what I want to play. Like, I don't want to play anything, but I want to play something. Yep. It's like trying to find a movie on Netflix or yeah. other streaming services. Once again, thank you, Netflix, for sponsoring. Yeah, this episode brought to you by Netflix. <laughs> um, but you still get those levels of like, I'm drawing a blank now on not being able to start the phrase transitions. No, um, my brain has procrastinate died. Uh, Oh, RIP. I know it's a bummer. Too bad. Function dysfunction. Oh, executive dysfunction. Oh my God. I don't know why (laughs) that phrase just got deleted from my brain for a minute there, but yeah, the executive dysfunction when it comes to video games as well. Yeah. It's like, I would like nothing more than to sit down and play a game and you sit there and it's like, Choice paralysis. Yes. Yeah. That as well. And I'm like, I could play this, but I only want to do this aspect of it. And mm. That's not how that works. Or this one, but same thing. Mm. That's when it's nice to find one of those like calm games to where you just don't do anything. Yeah. Sounds nice. Well, if you're listening out there and you either want to, you know, get into video games and you're not sure where to start, or if you've been thinking you could get into video games, but you know, you're not sure what kind of game is exactly the kind that you want to play, send us an email at weirdsofafeather at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, Christopher can give you some recommendations. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. There's infinite genres and subjects and stuff like that. And it really is something to check out even if you don't like it and if you have a partner or a friend or someone who's really into video games ask them about it mm. they will love it yeah even if you're not like super interested just get a little bit of knowledge on that and it uh it does wonders yeah I speak from that's experience true. yeah that's it's true amazing. Yeah. if your partner is like really into video games show interest in what they're playing that's that's their hobby and it's not always just about like escapism or anything like that it I really do believe that it is a good way to hone like problem solving skills. And I've learned a lot of stuff from just video games. Like I've played some that are based off of history. Mm. And so I've learned a lot about like Kristen's telling me about things from Spain and in the church right now. And like, oh yeah, there's in the church, they have levels of angels and it goes like archangel. And then there's something above and I'm like, oh, like the Metatron, the voice of God. And she's like, how do you know that? And I'm like, well, I played a lot of Diablo, and I saw the movie Dogma from Kevin Smith when I was young. <laughs> See, that's it's why like, we're so good at trivia, because we learn things from, like, unexpected sources yeah. that we don't even realize we're learning. But it's like your yeah. brain is picking up all these, like, facts, random little facts. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I love, like, my extensive knowledge of different weaponry and what the correct name and use for it is stems solely from, like, Diablo 2 mm. and playing World of Warcraft and stuff like that. Plus reading fiction is so good for your brain. Like they've done so many studies about how fiction is really great for your perspective taking your ability to like understand other people's emotions, you know, your, uh, your imagination. So it makes sense that a video game that's using, you know, a Mm -hmm. fiction storyline or whatever is going to legitimately be good for your brain. I mean, for example, they they end up now look at last of us. 
that was yeah. a game. And now it is one of the top like series out there. Mm. The Walking Dead started out as a graphic novel and became one of the longer running, you know, good known things. Just kind of going into that level of what people before thought of like nerd culture. Nerd culture. <laughs> nerd culture. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's awesome though. Yeah. You just check out different things and there's some that are almost all story based and you just kind of get to go along for the ride. Yeah. Some people like that. Yeah. So in summation, video games are really good for your brain. Yes. And great for ADHD because there is, there's a game out there for everyone. Yeah. All right. Even if it's Tetris. Yeah. I mean, Tetris is good for your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Shapes, patterns. Yeah. <laughs> Predicting. Yeah. Not great at it, but it is fun to try. You're, really? I would expect you <laughs> no, to get at it. It's like I get to a certain point and then I'm just like, I, I, I can't get it over there fast yeah, enough. Like, I get oh my God. I don't like <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. It yeah. stresses me out. Yeah. Some of the anxiety based ones, a little rough. Yeah. Once again, Grace and Christopher couldn't stay on topic without Kristen there to take the reins on that out of control dog sled of a conversation. Will they ever make it to the alternative segments? Do their pizzas have secrets? Will they remember to record an outro next time because the episodes, including both of them, are always too long and they need to cut them in half? Probably not. Tune in next week for alternative segments, cunning quips, poorly placed puns, private pastry predict... What's that? All right. I mean, pizza secrets and a conclusion to the chaos. You can follow Weirds of a Feather on Instagram at Weirds of a Feather. Join their Facebook group. Or email your comments, questions, or your very own private pastry uh, pizza secrets to weirdsofafeather at gmail.com. Once again, this podcast is in no way sponsored by or in any way affiliated with Netflix. But can you imagine? Caw-caw! Caw-caw!